And my vision board was all about moving back to the island. Mm -hmm. So I had the ocean. I had um, I had this really cool, beautiful garden backyard. And the reason I'm telling you that is because when I bought my townhouse here in Parksville and went and looked in the backyard, it was almost the identical picture of what that picture on my vision board was. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach. And I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hi friends, it's Julie here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm bringing you an interview with Familia Parham. She is a local friend here on Vancouver Island. She lives in Parksville, which is just a short drive away from where I am in Nanaimo. And we have a really great conversation. We talk about so many different topics about raising our vibration, about what it looks like to raise a level of consciousness in the world. She explains what body code is and uh, how studying energy work truly changed her life. And I also love this story that she shares about the first time that she ever created a vision board and how she manifested moving back to Vancouver Island. So that is a really inspiring story and maybe it'll inspire you to get out your magazines and your big piece of bristle board and glue and create your vision board as we wrap up 2021. I'll give you a hint. You don't have to wait until the new year to create a vision board. Now, if you've been here for the last few weeks, you know that I've been sharing a secret at the end of the episode. So I'm really curious, have you been listening to the end and catching the secret? Well, today I'm going to share another secret with you. So make sure you hang around right to the end. And this one is, I don't think very many people actually know this about me. So I'd be curious if this is something that you already knew about me. Oh, and I have really exciting news for you. So this week, uh, it's the first full week of October and it is Canadian Thanksgiving. So stay tuned because there'll be a second episode dropping this week on how to practice gratitude beyond the one day of Thanksgiving. So I'm really excited about that. And I imagine if you're listening to this podcast that you're already practicing gratitude in some way. So I hope that we can influence those maybe that are here for the first time to pick up some new gratitude habits with that episode. Before we get into this episode though with Permelia, I would love to invite you to check out the shop because this week, my 2022 Vancouver Island Sunrises calendar will be in the shop. So if you want to be inspired to wake up with gratitude every time you look at your calendar with beautiful images of sunrises from here on Vancouver Island, the majority from this calendar are from Lanceville beaches and then a number of them from the local beaches in Nanaimo as well, including my favorite Piper's Lagoon. So I would love for you to pick up that calendar 
For my American friends, I did include American holidays on the calendar as well. So it's applicable whether you're living in the US and Canada. And you'll find that at wakeupwithgratitude.com. It's right on the front page, super easy to find. And I would love to have you on my list to ship out a calendar this week. Okay, friends, without waiting a single moment longer, here's my interview with Pramilia Parham. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I am... Just so excited to get into this conversation with my friend, Pramilia Parham. Hello, my friend. Hello, Julie. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast. I'm very excited. I know. I was like, we need to press record because we were on, there's talking and talking and talking about all these ways that we're connected through gratitude, the law of attraction, abundance work, uh, healing, modalities, friendship. It is amazing all the ways we're connected. But let me give you a little bit of introduction to Pramilia. She uh, lives here on Vancouver Island in Parksville, and she is the owner of vibrationalhealing.ca. She is an experienced practitioner of the body code, and the body code also does include the emotion code. You may have heard of that as well. She also does past lives energy healing, and she has been studying this work for many years. Like many of us, she started you know, learning this for herself and then chose to study to be able to serve others. She is truly someone who lives the law of attraction. She's worked with some great teachers, which we'll talk about, and she has uh, an amazing gratitude practice. So I want to make sure that you're here for our whole interview, friends. You know, Take the time to listen because there's so much that Pramilia has to share with us. And as I love to start my podcast, tell me a little bit about this, you know, this energy work, this desire, did this, were you always kind of like this or is this something you developed uh, at a later time in your life? Well, I was always uh, very interested, curious as a child. I was always asking questions. <clears throat> that was something that my parents were always like, you ask too many questions. <laughs> and I was like, well, I need to know these things. Um, I always had a feeling um, that I I had been here before, um, and that sort of ties into the past lifetime work that I do. And it, it wasn't anything that I could really discuss with anybody. So, you know, years went by. Um, I grew up, obviously. I got married. I had a family, had children. Then I got introduced to this fabulous woman when I lived in Alberta, and she had a workshop. And the first day that I showed up at the workshop, there was probably about 20 people that were at the workshop and everybody believed in past lifetimes. So I was like, oh, I found my people. Finally, <laughs> I'm not I don't feel like a, you know, an oddball. Mm-hmm. So studying under her for eight years uh, was amazing. Um, and I was just doing it, as you mentioned, for myself and learning how to chakra, have my have my chakras in balance, learning how to release any kind of limiting beliefs that no longer were serving me, and also uh, past lifetime energy healing. And then I got introduced to Michael Lozier, who I know you know as well, and took one of his courses uh, when he came to Alberta. Since that time, I've now moved to, to the island, and or moved back to the island, because I did grow up in Victoria, and of course, Michael's in Victoria. So now I've taken a couple more of his workshops and connected. But 
the gratitude that he talks about and the law of attraction, that vibration you give out, the vibration is what you're going to get back, um, also assisted me in coming back to live on the island. So that is just, that's what is very amazing when you talk about manifestation and the fact that you really, you, you don't just think that you want something in your life or however you want to live in your life. You have to feel it in your whole body. So you have to really, really, really want it, first of all. So you have to know what that is. And then you have to just, you have to just feel it in your body. Oh, I love what you said there about the clarity, right? Mm. Really being clear about what you want and then feeling in your body. Okay. So now I want to hear the story of how you manifested coming back to the island uh, from living uh, in uh, Edmonton. So tell me about that. So, yes. Um, so always I would come back for a visit to the island because I had to go smell uh, the ocean. <laughs> um, somebody reminded me really I was smelling kelp, but I was like, okay, I don't care. It's my call it. I called it my sea air fix. I got to come back out from living in Alberta. I've got to come to, I've got to come to the ocean at least once a year. And then started thinking about what, where I wanted to live when my children were going to be finished. They were finishing school, um, high school. And I really didn't resonate with living in Edmonton, Alberta anymore. It had been a great city for a very long time, but um, I was ready. So I got together with some women friends one Sunday afternoon and we did vision board. And that was the, my first introduction to a vision board. Oh so we had magazines all over the living room floor and cuttings and had a lovely afternoon as we were creating our vision board. And my vision board was all about moving back to the island. Mm -hmm. So I had the ocean. I had, um, I had this really cool, beautiful garden backyard. And the reason I'm telling you that is because when I bought my townhouse here in Parksville, and went and looked in the backyard, it was almost the identical picture of what that picture on my vision board was. But just creating the vision board is one thing. But what you have to do is, I went by that vision board every day, sometimes two and three times a day, and looked at those pictures and went, yes, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. And so it evolved to the fact that we were able to... Um, find a house and affordable one here in Parksville. Mm -hmm. And it was everything we wanted, three bedroom townhouse. At the time it had a, a wood burning fireplace. It was on an end unit, had this lovely little backyard with this garden, as I mentioned. And uh, we, it, it happened. I mean, you have to, you can manifest, but you also have to take a little bit of action too. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so important. The inspired action part of things, right. Is yes. like taking the time. I, I like to say inspired action because we can take action and grind and work ourselves to the bone and deplete ourselves, but that doesn't always get us to where we want to go. When I think about inspired action, it's using these other tools that we have, this law of attraction, this, the vision boards, all of the tools. And it kind of like brings that into the action that we take and we feel good Right. I don't know about you, but there's times when I'm in my business and I'm just like, I can't stop working because I'm just really enjoying it. And it's not, I don't feel like I'm grinding and like no cigar. I'm like, I just, there's so much I want to do. And I'm just having a really good time. I, lo I love that term inspired action. That's a great term. And I, I agree with you. You know, we, we are here really to have joy in our life, um, to have ease in our life. 
And uh, that was one thing that my teacher back in Edmonton always, well, I said, really, it's this easy? <laughs> it's like, yes, Pramilia, it's not supposed to be hard. <laughs> so we, we forget that, right? We, we've been raised with, you know, from parents that either went through the war or lived in the depression and they had to work hard. And so we've been raised with sort of this, this belief, which is, can be limiting, that we have to work hard. It's not always necessary that we have to work hard. We have to have inspired action and we have to have a vision and we have to know which direction we want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about um, when the secret first came out, the secret movie, and it was all this, just, you know, you just have to cut it out like a catalog and you just, you know, let it go and then you do nothing, but that's not really, I don't, I think the message got muddled somewhere. No one ever said like, cut it out, put it on a vision board and then forget about it. And then don't do anything. Right. Cause I know there's examples of, you know, you, you do the vision board, you put it away and then you come back later and you've manifested. That's fine. But in the meantime, you're not just sitting around like waiting for your stuff to appear. You're doing the work. And part of the work, part of our human experience is working through, like you said, um, mindset blocks and all kinds of things that, that keep us from manifesting what it is that we want. Now, tell me a little bit about how you got involved in the body code and emotion code, because when we talk about those mindset blocks and letting things go, I know those two things are tools that we can really use. So how did you get involved in that? Well, I have to thank my dear friend, Michael Lozier, for oh. introducing me to the emotion code. And so he had, this is about five years ago now, I think. And so he had been certified. He'd, he'd actually heard about the emotion code from another practitioner that we're connected with over on um, over on Vancouver. And um, so when he got certified, um, he was coming up to Parksville for a women's business uh, network group that we were having him come and speak on uh, January, be our January speaker. And then we were also putting a, a law of attraction uh, all day workshop together. And he he had um, the other lady that was we were putting this together. He had us on the phone doing emotion code work. We were like, whoa, what's happening here? <laughs> so that's how I got introduced to it. And then at the end of the seminar that he put on, um, he he demonstrated it. So he de- he asked people to come up to the front of the room, ask them, you know, if they had a physical something that they wanted to get rid of or something that was bothering them emotionally. And he did this demonstration. And so when I saw it in person and then I thought, oh, my gosh, this just fits right in with all of the work that I've already done. Uh, so I bought the book. I started reading the book. I contacted Michael. And he said, well, if you're, are you serious? And I said, yes, I'm very serious. He said, okay, I don't do this often, but I will mentor you. So he was very, very, I'm so grateful. Um, And then he also introduced me to another lady over in, um, over in Vancouver. And she also offered to mentor me. Um, So I studied all that fall and then uh, got my certification in early in the year the next year, I think, which was 2018. Um, and so worked, have been certified since then as an emotion code practitioner. And I knew about the body code, I'd been introduced to it, but I just really wanted to have a really strong foundation in the emotion code first. So the body code, when I was ready, um, I started studying, that would be nearly two years ago now, I started studying that. 
And that just opened my mind to everything because it's looking at the whole body. Of course, it's unprocessed negative or trapped emotions, as Dr. Bradley Nelson calls them, that are imbalancing the body or misaligning something or disconnecting something. But um, my uh, my program that I have on my on my iPad, um, I just take people, I take my clients through what is bothering them, and we're just we're just drilling down and finding out. Uh, what it is in their body that is really causing whatever their issue is. Yeah. So it's really cool. I love it. I love the body code. I was introduced to it by uh, my good friend, Karen Shumka. She was one of the very first guests on my podcast. So most of you probably haven't heard that episode. So I will also circle back and um, link back to that episode. Like I said, it's one of my very first episodes where we talked about the body code and I've seen how in my own life it has had tremendous benefits Um, and sometimes it's stuff that you're aware of and sometimes it's not, and sometimes you don't need to know what it is. And other times you do, and you kind of think, and it also, for me, like as a client, like receiving, uh, like working with her, um, what I noticed is it, it's also helped me with my own intuition, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I start to like, because we all, we all have intuition, Um, you know, we don't realize that it's a muscle, so we need to use it in order for it to be there. And, um, I was, I was all have always been in intuitive. I've known that since I was very small, I didn't know what to call it, but I knew things were going to happen before they actually happened. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> so, um, when I started using, um, the muscle testing for years, when I was studying, uh, for myself, I just used a pendulum, but now I use the muscle testing, uh, with my fingers and I really wanted to be strong in my intuition. So I did take an intuition class through a woman that I know, um, and I just tapped into it and I just kept using it. So and now I use it every day with my clients. So, yeah, it's very, very important for us to know what our intuition is. Can you just clarify for those that might not be aware? So you said you use a pendulum and you use muscle testing using your fingers. So what what does the pendulum do or look like? How does that work? Uh, well, it can be anything that is, um, it can be a necklace or a lot of people have crystals or on Wait, the I'll, show, I'll show mine on the video, but if oh, you're listening, okay, good. I have Thank mine, you. showing mine on the video. Okay. Was, I didn't bring yes. one to show. So perfect. That's perfect. So it connects with our energy, our aura, our electromagnetic field, which is also scientific and also congruent to who we are as people. Um, and so muscle testing is the same. And a lot of people don't, I just use my fingers now. So when my fingers are stuck together, that's my yes. And when they come apart easily, that's my no. A lot of people know know the strong arm where the arm is out. You say your name or something that's congruent to it's the truth. Your your arm will stay strong. If you say something that's not congruent, not true, your arm will go weak. Or the sway test. If you sway sway forward, that's, you know, um, that's yes. That's your yes. And if you sway back, that's your that's your no. Um, but those were our muscles. That's why it's called muscle testing Yeah, because our muscles are true to who we are. It's like our subconscious is true to who we are. It's like our electromagnetic field is true to who we are. So that's why, that's why it works because it's. Oh, so good. Thanks for explaining that. Cause some people might not even have heard of this before. You know, we cover a lot of topics in this podcast. We always of course come back to gratitude, but we do cover a lot of different modalities of healing that people might not be aware of. And Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I love sharing different ways that we do healing, especially energy healing is to introduce people to ways that they might um, be able to approach if their own 
they're stuck in their own healing. I mean, we all carry trauma. Um, some of it is ours. Some of it isn't right. We have generational trauma. And so by introducing people to different modalities and ways of healing, I think it helps all of us. If, if we take on our personal journey, you know, to heal ourselves and to do that work, it, it helps everybody. Like you said, we're all meant to live in joy and live in gratitude. And so the more people that, you know, it's like we vibrate joy. So we, help other people, right? Exactly. And so your your joy vibration is going out into the world, which we definitely need. Yeah. Um and and so when we when we are in gratitude and we've got that joy. So it's it's we are assisting as my teacher used to say, we're raising the level of consciousness yes. in the world. And and a lot of people um don't understand about energy. They don't understand about vibration. They think of themselves just as a physical body, but we're so much more than a physical body. So um, I, I I love to talk and tell people about the body code and about vibration and how that all works, because uh, it, it is such a, a, a beautiful uh, modality for healing. And as you said, we all have trauma uh, in some of the the trapped emotions we could have inherited. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a trapped emotion called prenatal, which means something was going on with your mother when you she was pregnant with you, but you got it. Um, you could absorb trapped emotions from other people. So these are like layers. I, I usually use the analogy of an onion. So they're layers that need to be released. And oftentimes we need those top layers to be released before we can actually get to the layers that need healed. We'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments. My friends, I have a gift for you. I created a beautiful gratitude meditation that you can download directly to your phone. What I love about this gratitude meditation is that it's a great way to start your day. And I encourage you to turn your phone on airplane mode before you go to sleep. And the nice thing about having a meditation that's downloaded to your phone is that you don't need to turn your phone off airplane mode before you start your day with gratitude. So to access this gratitude meditation, please visit bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. It's all one word and gratitude, love, and letter are all capitalized. So that's bit.ly forward slash gratitude love letter. As a bonus, I'll be sharing with you my weekly gratitude love letter into your inbox. It's something that will bring joy and happiness and of course gratitude to your inbox every single week. That way you'll never miss another episode of the podcast. You'll hear about other podcasts and blogs and articles that I find interesting and want to share with you and I also share some of my favorite photos that I've taken that week. So if we're not connected on social media, you'll get the best of wake up with gratitude in your inbox as well. All right, friends, let's get back into this episode of the podcast. Yeah, it's, I love that example too, with the layers and, you know, from my own experience, what I found, one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is that I vibrate really high after right? It just yes. feels yeah. so good to do the podcast. And I do notice that when I'm vibrating high and doing my gratitude practices, which I do for me, that's, you know, second nature now, but the more like 
I feel aligned with all my practices and everything. And the more that I'm in this state of joy and gratitude, the more abundance comes into my life. I, it's just, I feel like sometimes I'm living the law of attraction and well, you are you right. Are and you're the law of attraction. And here's the thing is whether you believe it or not, you're it's happening, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Advantage. So, but I, I want to talk about something. I have a quick question before we get into the law of attraction. There's something about you that I've noticed. And I just don't know if this is just kind of the way you are or just something you've developed, but you seem really good at networking and reaching out and connecting and getting the help you need. Like, is this a skill that you've developed or you've just always been like, like, okay to reach out and raise your hand? Well, uh, it might help if I tell you that my grade nine teacher called me a butterfly. Oh, <laughs> social butterfly. That's oh. what he, how he related to me. So um, I think I, I love people. Um, I love meeting people. And I think over the years of being in business, I've been in business now, one business or another for over 20 years. So I love connecting people. Um, and I, I really do like networking. So I'm out there visiting people, meeting people. Now on the Zoom, we do a lot of Zoom networking. And then I follow up afterwards with people that I think I'd like to connect with. I love connecting people together as well. Um, so You're it's probably something I just have always loved to do. And now it's it, it's yeah. like second nature. <laughs> You're very, very good at it. And this is a lesson for people to listen, you know, to to like, if you're listening to what she said is, you know, she reached out, she found something interesting, wanted to learn more and said, can you help me? And sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in, in like worrying about ourselves or how someone's going to react that we just forget that often people are really willing to help. However, it may be, I mean, not everyone mentors, you know, has time to mentor everybody, but if you don't ask, you don't know. And right. Right. And that beautiful, I mean, you are an excellent connector. I, I see that in you. And also you are very good at follow-up. Those are things that I really appreciate because I find um, a lot of, before I moved to the Island, I built my business mostly through in-person networking. And I found that, you know, 95% of the time, no one even contacted you after they grabbed your business mm -hmm. card, but I would reach out and at least send an email or try and connect or build a relationship. And if you're that person who does it, you're already setting yourself apart besides all the other amazing things that are about you, Perlia. Like <laughs> this is already setting you apart. So just wanted to make sure people know. Oh, well, and just to build on what you said, you know, people love to be asked yes. for information or for connection. Um, you know, don't ever think that you're bothering somebody. Um, I love it when people will ask me for, oh, do you know so-and-so? Would you be able to give me, now we're doing e-introductions, but, mm -hmm. you know, will you connect me with that person? Or I'd really like to meet that person, or I'd really like this, or I'd really like that. And I'm like, I love that because then that just, I know what's going out there into the world um, are those are those positive vibrations. And um, I'm I then I, I'm so grateful that I can be part of that. Oh. Yeah. So good. And yes, you introduced me to Michael Lozier. So just, we've been talking about Michael Lozier and the law of attraction. So let's come back to that for a moment. So the reason why this is so, I was so excited that Pramilia was talking about the law of attraction and she was posting these like Michael Lozier events. I was like very confused. I'm like, how does she know this man? So I 
For those who didn't hear the episode or read the blog about the fact that I attracted my husband, Dan, the love of my life, my my perfect partner, using the strategy in the book, I did the worksheets and within a few weeks, I met my husband. And it was like, when I read him the sheet that I had you know, filled out from the book, because he offers you, you can print out the worksheets. I read, you know, I wrote what I wanted and I read it to him. He was like, that's really creepy. I was like, I know, but that's how it works. So I, so I've like been a big fan for years and then you have this relationship and you, so tell me a little bit about let's, well, let's just talk about the law of attraction first. Did, were you introduced to it through Michael Lozier? Yes. You, okay. Yes. That's how you, yes. I mean, I've all, I guess I've always thought of being being really, I've always wanted to be positive. I know there's lots of negative in the world and I know, you know, lots of people would rather, you know, be negative than be positive. Um, But I've always come from that place of looking at what's best, uh, looking at what's brightest, like looking at what makes me feel good. Um, Didn't know it was, you know, this joy factor. Um, And so um, I had seen this um, invitation um, that Michael Lozier was coming. Um, I do. I knew about Esther and Jerry Hicks. Oh yeah. Um, and their philosophy on the law of attraction. So I had I had um, been connected with that. Um, but then I saw this poster that Michael Lozier was coming to give this workshop on the law of attraction. I thought, oh, this is very interesting. Um, I had a business at the time in Edmonton. It was an event planning company, and it was struggling. It was new. It was a fairly new company. Um, there was lots of elements that weren't quite falling into place the way I wanted them to. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to take this workshop. So it was not, I wasn't looking at it from sort of a personal point of view. It was more from a business point of view. He actually teaches two. He was teaching two workshops. One was a personal, one was business. I went to the business one. Just connected like nobody's business that, yes, this was perfect. This is all the elements, and what I, I I know you're going to have him on it on the podcast, but the elements in his book are so straightforward. Like he wrote the book to be a handbook. He wrote the book like you used it to as um, not just a you know he took Esther and Jerry Hicks philosophy, but then he wrote, and that's what he's brilliant at. He's brilliant at taking sort of an abstract idea and then making it very simple. So then we kept in connection. I was really, really went through all the processes of um, that he teaches in his book and how to um, grow my business uh, and make it better. And then he kept coming back to Edmonton. So I kept filling his seats. (laughs) He would give these evening free, come and talk to Michael Lozier. (laughs) So I don't know how many times I sat through his little intro, but it was all good. And um, yeah, just then realize the vibration you give out is the vibration you get back, um, whether it's negative or positive. So you might as well give out a positive one because that's what you want to get. Well, that's what you want to get back anyway. And uh, I think what he says is that the law of attraction is not very smart, but it's very obedient. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So if you you're giving out a negative vibe, guess what? You're going to get that negative vibe back. Ugh. So yes, um, and then of course, when I decided to move back to the island, um, contacted or connected with him again, because I knew he lived in Victoria, um, wanted him to come and speak to our women's networking group. And yeah, 
the rest is history. <laughs> to me, I have this, like, I've always had this, like, you know, affection for his work because he's Canadian. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like this guy though, but he's a Canadian and he's got this incredible book. I I don't know how many times I've recommended his book over the years. So, um, and like you said, you know, it, it's so interesting. Um, I don't know if you can think back to times in your life where you were having a hard time and you were vibrating low and it was like, and business wasn't going well. And you, but like, you knew in your head that like, if you didn't raise your vibration, you, you wouldn't, your business wouldn't grow. But sometimes it's like, it's really hard. Like I was stuck in that for, I was stuck in that place for a while. And which is interesting because yes, I have all these gratitude practices, but for about the first year that I moved year and a half, almost that I was here on the Island, I found it really difficult. And I was, my business was kind of flatlining and not really growing. And I was really struggling. So you know, and I know all this stuff too, right? So what happens for you? Like if, when you find yourself in that time where things aren't really working out or you're not really in alignment, like, do you have strategies that you use to help you move forward? Well, I, I do create, um, once a month, I create a desire statement, which is in his book. Um, and I create a desire statement for different things. So I will create one for clients. I will create one for a business that I'm in in the process of creating a new business. Um, And I will read that every day. So it's very positive things. I love the idea. For example, I'll give you my a few things off of my client desire statement. I love the fact that I can assist my clients to better better health. I am so appreciative that I can contribute to my community. what what's something else? Um, so you li- you li- you use those demonstrative words. I love. I I'm I'm grateful. I'm I, I'm enjoy. Like those are the words because even though I type it up and put it on a piece of paper, and I read it every day, it's not words I'm reading. It's not just the words. Again, I'm feeling this in my body. So if I have a little bit of an off day or a couple of off days, I go right back to my desire statement and I will reread that and I'll read it. And some at some point, I, I, I redo it on a regular basis because at some point I don't feel it in my body anymore. It's yes. just words. Yes. And then you oh change it. Then you change it up. Yeah. And you re you rewrite it or you rethink it. Um, how because it's it's got to be the vibration that you're feeling um, in your body. And when that happens, then everything just all falls into place. Okay. So what you just said there about changing it up when the words don't feel good or aligned or you're excited. So one of the strat- the things that I use, and let's talk about gratitude now, because I know you have a great gratitude practice and I told you not, I'm like, don't tell me about it ahead of time. I want to hear about it live. I love that. But what's interesting, you said that about the desire statement. So when in my gratitude practice, in my journaling at night, I write three things at least that I'm specifically grateful for, for that day. And then my fourth is a gratitude intention writing in the present tense, something that is yet to manifest on the physical plane. And, you know, I've used that many, many times, but what happens sometimes is that I write it and it's not coming true and it doesn't feel good anymore. And I'm like, you got to change the way you're writing it. You're not feeling it anymore. So my current one, which is working so well is, um, I'm truly grateful to have welcomed a new customer today. So I run a couple different businesses, but I, you know, I mean, I was just like, what would it be like if every single day I added a new customer? How mm-hmm. would that, what would that look like? And so, you know, 
random customers have been showing up in both my businesses. Like, you know, I, it probably took about a month for it to kind of catch on, but I was like, this is so cool. So, okay, let's, I want to hear about your gratitude practice. Well, I do something very similar. Um, I do my gratitude journal. I have a gratitude journal that I've written in for quite a few years. And I do that at the end of my day. And I write, well, I sometimes I have to, I go to write to the bottom of the page, all the yes. things that I've been grateful for that has, uh, have happened during the day. When I first started doing it, somebody said I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed at writing a journal and this just write three things. Oh, okay. I thought I can do that. That's doable. Um, but now I'm like, you know, four five, six, seven, ten 10 things that happened today that I'm grateful for. What is so important about for me anyway, for doing that at the end of the day is, and I'm in bed, I'm in my jammies. I'm writing um, before I turn out the light is that information, that gratitude feeling um, that vibration of gratitude um, is so is, is so strong that that's going to carry me through the night as I'm sleeping. So then in the morning, when I wake up, I always wake up happy. I always wake up full of joy, ready to start my day. I, and then my, I have another piece in the morning. Um, I'm, of course, a miracle student. So I read my lesson. I read my Course of Miracles uh, piece. And I have a intention that I set every day, every morning. So my intention is that my day will flow with ease and grace, joy and peace, love and abundance. Oh, can you please repeat that one more time? <laughs> I set the intention for my day that my day will flow with ease and grace, joy and peace, love and abundance. Oh, yeah. Okay. I felt that. Like I, I have tears in my eyes, good tears, because I felt that powerful intention. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I so agree with you. It's the last thing I do before I turn off the light is to set my mind to gratitude before going to bed and really, you know, do that. Um, I love that you start your day with a course uh, in miracles. Uh, that is a challenging program. How long have you been studying it? I've been studying it since 2014. I was introduced <laughs> to it um, earlier, much earlier, um, probably uh, before I left Edmonton, actually. So like 2007, I was introduced to it from a friend of mine and she was this whole philosophy of course in miracles, which I just thought was great. Uh, but went to uh, when I moved here, I went to a garage sale and there was the book for to, for a toonie. So I was like, OK, this is this means something um, connected with another friend. And we actually put my name and email address on the ACIM um, website. And so I have met other people because I used to actually have groups of people in my home um, for a study group, like once a month or once every two weeks. So I have done the lesson. So for those of you who don't know what A Course in Miracle is, it's, um, it's not a religion. Uh, it's a philosophy. Uh, and it's really the main point is to live our lives and our world in love, not fear. Mm -hmm. And so there's 365 lessons. That's the workbook for the students. And you can do a lesson a day for a full year. There is a manual for teachers, which is a beautiful piece. And we're all teachers. It's not just, you know, for mm. teachers who are considered teachers. Um, and then there's the text, which is the beginning of the book. 
I could not get into the text. Just, I, it took me, uh, I'd try, I tried to do a lesson and then I tried to read some of the text. It was just overwhelming. So last year I, I, I've done the uh, lessons three times. Um, the first year probably took me over a year. <laughs> and the next time, the next time was um, a little over a year. And then the, then I, um, decided, okay, I can do this. I can do one lesson. The third time reading these lessons, I can do one a day. So I did that last year. That was my 2020. Um, and then I said to myself, okay, now you're not going to do the lessons anymore, but you're going to start on the text. So there's like 34 chapters, I think, in the text, and I'm on chapter 20. Wow. So it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, the you know, the way it's written, um, some pieces I have to read two and three times. Uh, but the the philosophy behind it is just so amazing. So I really live my life based on looking at love and not fear and forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge. Uh, that's another big piece in The Course in Miracles is for is forgiveness. So that's how I start my day. And I'm very fortunate that um, my husband likes to sleep in. So I get up an hour early and I have the living room all to myself. And now it's getting dark when I get up. So I have a little fireplace I put on and it's lovely. Yes. <laughs> this, you know, these rituals, these practices, we think that they're not, they seem so small in a way, but in fact, they're everything, right? That so building important. of your life around these rituals is so incredibly powerful and, you know, as we wrap things up, Pramilia, what I want to express is that, you know, we've heard often that you're the, you are the sum total of the, the people, the five people you spend the most time with. And one thing I've noticed, and in the short amount of time I've spent with you just virtually is that when I leave your company, I feel greater and happier and more joyful than when I entered your company. And to me, if you can find people in your life to surround yourself with that make you feel that way, when you leave their company, you feel, you know, you feel uplifted and you feel more joyful. Those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. So thank you so much for the gift of your time to not only to me, but to our audience today. You're so welcome. And um, now I'm having tears. Uh, <laughs> that was such, so lo such lovely words. Um, but it's so important to surround yourself with people that you really, really resonate with. And, you know, over the course of my journey, I've had to say goodbye to some people because they just didn't resonate with me anymore. I grew to a certain, I, I grew a certain way, not saying I was better or they were, wor or they were, weren't as good, but it just, we weren't still in alignment. And that is, that is what you just said, um, Julie, is so important. A lot of people think that they have to put up with friends, family, whatever in their life. But honestly, if anybody that's in your life is, is lowering your vibration, you really want to think about not having them in your life. Yeah. Because um, life's I, too short. Yeah. Life is too it short. Is. Yeah, it's absolutely. Short to feel that way. And so... So thank you. So for those that are watching, they can see your website right on the screen. But for those that are listening, where is the best place to find you? Uh, my company is Vibrational Healing. My website is vibrationalhealing.ca. Or you can reach me at my email, permilia uh, at vibrationalhealing.ca. 
Awesome. As always, the important links will be in the show notes. We will also link to the books that we've been talking about. We shared a lot of great books, so I'll include links to those as well. If you want to get started on those, if you want to get a preview of the you know upcoming podcast, it'll be in, I don't know exactly when that one will be with Michael Lozier. Thank you to Familia for that introduction. So I love that. I feel like this podcast was also an introduction to a future podcast. So mm-hmm. we're excited to have that one come out, but this was such a joy. It's such a pleasure to connect with you. Thank you for sharing um, your, your just beautiful love for life and the way that you show up in the world. And I think what inspires me most is that you stand solidly in the things that make your life the best life that it can be. And I just, I totally feel that energy all the way from Parksville to Nanaimo. So thank you so much. Thank you again, Julie. This has just been such an honor to be on your podcast and to be able to reach as many people as we're able to reach. And um, yes, delighted to be here. Thank you so much. It was truly my pleasure. Thanks. Okay, you've hung around till the end and you get to hear the secret. So a lot of people might not know this about me, but I was actually born in the province of Quebec in Canada and lived there for the first about three and a half years of my life. Both my parents are French. My father is an immigrant from France and my mother is a French settler whose family was one of the first families that came over from France many, many years earlier. So we were in Quebec at the time in one of the suburbs of Montreal. And I don't have a lot of memories of that time because I was quite young, but I do remember definitely the snow, you know, the amount of snow that we had and me getting to play in the snow as a young child it was amazing. And we definitely didn't have, didn't ever have that kind of snow again when I moved to Ontario. So what this means is my first language is French. That's actually considered my mother tongue or native tongue. I don't even know what the correct term for that is anymore, to be honest, but the first language that I was introduced to uh, is French. And I learned English when we moved to Ontario and I learned English actually through the neighborhood because when I first moved to Ontario, I went to junior kindergarten. So in Ontario, they have junior and senior kindergarten and I went to a French school. So I didn't learn English from school. So my English was learned through my neighborhood friends. After that year though, I did go to an English school and most of my studies were actually in English. I know this sounds strange, but I didn't study in French immersion programs, even though I am a French speaker. So I was able to keep my French language through studying French at home. So that's a little bit about me that you might not have known if you didn't stick around till the end of the podcast. Thanks friends. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.